collection of art and cultural venues dedicated to increasing popular awareness of and participation in the arts in Oakland, with an emphasis on visual art. They promote visual art in Oakland. You are listening to MutinyRadio.fm. It's Wednesday. It's high noon. Uh, please enjoy some Kope, the Japanese Bjork. We're going to be right back. Latoya, the sheriff of truth, coming in. Definitely need her today to talk about our uh, idiot president and a possible war with North Korea. Woohoo! The end is near and it's coming toward us at a furious rate. Uh, enjoy some trippy music and we'll be right back with the Altagast. <laughs>
Cast. It is noon o'clock. It, yeah, I don't even know what day it is. The twenty seventh. It's almost uh, over. September's almost over. September's almost over. It's the twenty seventh of September. It's actually my mother's birthday, which is funny. Happy birthday, uh, mom. Yeah, I'm a I'm a terrible person because I'm not going to call her. We don't talk. Oh, it, everything works. Hello, hello. There you go. There oh. you go. There we are. Happy birthday, Pam Benjamin's mom. Yeah, she doesn't listen to the show, so it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> so here we are on the AltaCast, and Antoinette is here. You guys might know her from the La Cubana pop-up. Hello, that happens how you doing? All over the city, uh, but usually Yay. the second and fourth Sunday at Bender's, which is 800 South Venice, from four o'clock to ten o'clock. Delicious, right. delicious. Yeah. The best Cuban sandwiches in the city. Oh, thank you. And then I'm doing one. Uh, I'm doing Soulful Saturdays. This Saturday at Mars Bar, so come check it out. Where Al is G. Mars Bar? It's, uh, on, it's on, is that it's on 7th and Brandon. 7th Brandon. It's really fun. It's got a patio, and I think it's the Pride Parade, too. So, you know, if you guys are hungry and you want to hear some good DJ That's music, it's fun. I like that bar, too. Yeah, I've never dope. been there. Yeah. Never? You should come in. It's Great pretty fun. Oh, thank you. Look, you. you just, um, let's wear the Sheriff of Truth this year. She looks like she just stepped out of, like, a Robert... Uh, Palmer video <laughs> she's, except she's wearing blue instead of black <laughs> but you do you look like an 80s supermodel that's like from some video like, and you're like hey it's hot I'm dressed I'm gonna make some money today slinging drinks <laughs> thank you yeah you look like appropriate for this money. weather for and, and you're making me hungry too by oh, the way yeah. oh you should come come down I, would, it's really I gotta work I sling drinks on Saturday but, but mm. you're there on so where Sunday, the Sunday? 8th. Sunday the 8th Sunday the 8th of October so I'm gonna be doing Sunday the 8th the 15th I'm doing three Sundays at Bender so awesome. I'm doing the 2nd the, the, nice. the 8th the 15th and I believe the 24th 20, I'm not sure that's great that's yeah so I'll, I'll be down there for that yeah come down yeah. it's good it's fun you I know? haven't had any good Cuban food since I've been in SF seriously oh my god well Antoinette has it it's yeah. affected it like it's good she like her her, uh, her pork is insane the slow roasted pork that she puts in the sandwiches oh. or serves in a platter with and it's Other fresh baked things. bread, like I get from all the, you know, I get the, from the yeah. local bakery. See, like I've been trying not to eat meat, and I've been good about <laughs> it, but you might break me, because I've, no, seriously, I've been Jones and some either good, like Caribbean food, like uh. some Cuban or some like pu- Puerto Rican food. Wait, yeah. Why are you not eating meat? Oh, she makes great black beans too. Oh yeah. man. Why, why are you not eating meat? Um, poor, the you, poor animals. You remember that stupid documentary we talked oh, about? What the what hell? Health, that bullshit. I what just watched that last night. Oh Did my you? god. Okay. Oh my god. I'm like, well, what, what should we eat? Like, <laughs> yeah, like Netflix everything they is said changing all of our lives. Yeah, yeah we can't eat gluten. Oh we god. can't eat bread. We can't have anything refined. Think, you know? We can't eat animals. Yeah. We can't eat dairy. dairy. We can't. It's all carcinogenic. It's like, right, we're all gonna die. We all have cancer. But my friend <laughs> had this conversation, and he's a pescatarian, and he has been one since the 70s. Yeah. So he. 
he's just like, you know, it's just a bunch of propaganda, blah, blah, blah. And I see toward the end of the watching the documentary where they want to basically everyone to go vegan mm. you know uh, you know it's just it's like true. it would save the planet i mean yeah it's yeah. what but we do the, the cutting the deforestation for cows and that it it takes so much money land and food to create a pound of beef and yet right. we just sort of willy-nilly we're like of course it's a dollar 99 a pound like duh yeah. but but you, you <laughs> can't do like that you can't do a pork with like tofu like no. You know, no, you, the way that yeah, you're yeah. going to marinate and slow roast that pork, I yeah. see food pork. Now, see now there is, there there are some fake meats that are Not the same. damn good. They're, they do them at, um, on O'Farrell, Bang Son Thai has a fake, oh, yes. they have I've a fake beef. Uh-huh. It, it is Sometimes it tastes to me better than real beef. It is really? so it's good. Amazing what they can do. They can do. And there's one in Chinatown where they make this like fake chicken and fake everything, and it's it's like impressive what is meat. That? Well, they they what take is the, what are they? okay. So they're magicians, right? And they take like this soy and this glutinous whatever, like say, but then they they do it in these like tiny layers and they layer, 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 layer to like make it like chicken. Like it's these tiny layers and they layer it so many times and they make this weird thing and then they deep fry it and it tastes like motherfucking <laughs> chicken. See, I'm willing to give that a try because I've been to Gracias Madre and it's really, really good. Mm. It, 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 like the way they do theirs is really good but there's something about the flavor of like eating like oh, Cuban yeah. food. Mm. You know, the way that everything it's seasoned and I'm, ooh, I'm So, you know, but I am going to try something new actually for the vegetarians I'm gonna do like a portabella I'm gonna marinate the portabella mushrooms like with Cuban spices like really? the way I marinate the pork and that's gonna be the pork the, the pork of a sure. Cuban sandwich so I'm gonna make a a faux a vegetarian uh, that Cuban sounds sandwich amazing. I don't know man I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna put it on the menu and well, we'll see what happens well with the cheese it's yeah, brilliant cheese, yeah. you know all the stuff that goes on it not the ham but pretty much the same stuff maybe put a little something and yeah what, what, what avocado other? maybe is that weird? No, I won't put avocado. Uh, no. Okay. No. Too, too slimy, <laughs> yeah. it would be... No, because it would be totally different. Yeah. Right, so, like, right. I just think I'm just going to keep it as close to a Cuban sandwich as possible. Right. We'll see what happens. With a portobello, yeah. yeah. That's great. I think because, you know, portobello is good. And it's like... It's meaty. Like meat, you know? Do you yeah. do, like, uh, the paparenas? Like, the deep-fried uh, mashed potato balls? That oh, my God. With, like, I love uh, With the, the ground beef? Oh, no, but that's a good idea. I'm, I'm, you know what? That's I'm gonna be starting to do specials and stuff. Also, like one special every pop up. So like yeah, that would be a good one. Or empanadas. Like oh, homemade yeah. Empanadas and uh, what's another one that I really like? Uh, croquetas. The croquetas. Oh, I love croquetas. Oh my god. With, made with bechamel. Yeah, yeah. Those are the ones that like that just melt in your mouth. Absolutely. Yeah. The crumbs on the outside. Yeah. That's I'm almost hungry. the Spanish thing. Well, come on down. Well, Saturday, yeah. where do you bartend? Where do you bartend? Uh, I bartend at this place called McKellar Bar, um, which is on Mason and Market. Okay. Uh, so, but that, but Sundays I am free. Okay, well, so definitely Mason definitely Market. Come down. I need to come down and visit you. At yes, that bar. can you please? Yeah, but it's what if I thought you were a marine? I thought that I have two jobs. It's the <laughs> but the one we I really do. like is McKellar Bar. Right, which is Mason and Market. Yeah. I'm so close to there. Yeah, why can't you just? Strive? I can. Yeah. I work near sometimes because I do catering and stuff. See? Like, come on, I'm gonna come down. in and say hello. I can buy people sure. drinks. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. yeah. Well, that's a great incentive. But yeah. um, everybody, please, we just uh, figured it out today. Go to 
to La Cubana pop up on the Facebook and like it. Also say that you're going to that new uh, event on the 8th at Vendors. I'm sure that Antoinette will also make an event for this Saturday now that she knows how easy it is I know, it's like, to get it on. Yeah, Just always remember, that. it's got to be public. Uh, and definitely eat her delicious food because she's a treasure to the city and, uh, and making people awesome food for... Really, I don't think she charges enough. I think that her food could be... She, she could actually be like a regular San Francisco person and charge you 14 bucks forever, though, you know? but she's not doing that. Yeah. And I, I, I do local, I shop local in the mission, and like I really support the people. And then also, you know, like I, we have to talk. I want to do like a benefit for Puerto Rico, man, like because yeah. it's just kind of left behind. So I need yeah. to figure out how to do that, but yeah, that's going to happen. But Soulful Saturdays is Saturday at Mars Bar with Al, DJ Al, Billy Jazz. And then I'm doing the pop-up on Sunday the 8th. Awesome. All right. I got to go. I got to go. I'm going to go. Oh, and also today, I'm selling Cheryl's shortbread cookies at the Pacific um, oh. uh, Farmer's Market. I'm helping nice. my other friend who has pop-ups. So we all got to support right each other. Right you know, That's so. awesome. Shortbread. You're around, Cookies, man. you know. And I think it's going to be a beautiful day out there. So yeah. nice I'm down. I'm down. Put on sunscreen. It's like a field trip. I feel like I'm a child going on a field trip. <laughs> Every day is okay. a vacation in San yeah. Francisco. You don't, you don't have to grow up here. No. You just can stay as useful as you want. Unless you live in the marina. <laughs> well, yeah. They're special. They're like special like children. I don't even go there off. anymore, man. Like I think I, pun- I punched this guy in the face the last time I was there. See, wow. There you go. I want to punch people in the face <laughs> yeah, yeah. every day. The only time I go there is when I'm booked for comedy. So um, there's a really fun show on Wednesdays. Um, it used to be, it's right down the street from the Comet Club, which is also on Wednesdays. It's funny, but I'm trying to remember what that bar is called. Anyways, it's, it was, it's a great little comedy thing. And they gave me so many drinks that the owner liked me so much that he just kept giving me drinks. So I started out with only two drink tickets, but then Matthew Banks is sober. So he gave me his two drink tickets. So then I had four and then the owner's like, you're hilarious. And he gave me two more drink tickets. And I'm like, how wasted do you want me to get on your delicious IPA? Like, I get it. You think I'm funny, but man, I can't. Can't drink more than six, buddy. <laughs> like I really gotta do something tomorrow besides watch Netflix. That's the, the IPA is the worst hangover too. Yeah, and the poop smells so weird. I don't mean to get Piney. too. It's it's yeah, it's yeah, like the terpenes or yeah, something. Yeah, it's very it's so it's, weird. It's the Simcoe and the oh, IPA. Right, it's essence. weird the essence. Okay, now that I've grossed you out. Hey, have a beautiful day. Right, yeah. Love you guys. Thank you, you so love much. You too. Yeah. Thanks, Pam. Yeah, absolutely. Man, that was awesome. Bam, bam, Pam. Bam, bam. Hell yeah, bam, getting bam. it done. Bam, bam, thank you, ma'am. Just Facebook is, the only trouble is I hope you do okay on your phone. I have no idea how smartphones work. I do everything on desktop, so I just can't even. Bye, you guys. Thank Bye, you. Thank See you. you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here we are at. That made me hungry. Me, I know, me too. <laughs> Absolutely. We have crazy things. So this is very sad. Jonathan, last night, we had so much fun at Brainwash. And then we got home to the house and we decided to smoke a cigarette outside the house. And I wasn't even paying attention. And he put his skateboard, his vintage, one of his favorite vintage skateboards, he put it against the parking meter. And then this morning he woke up and he's like, where's my skateboard? And I'm like, I don't remember. Did you leave it at Brainwash? And then he had the epiphany. He's like, when we were smoking, I just left it outside. He just yeah. left it against the against the parking meter, so it was just like free vintage skateboard for anybody. Oh man! 
So I, I posted a thing that said, be kind to Jonathan today because he just lost a child. I mean, skateboard. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I know, poor Jonathan. I feel terrible for him. It'd have been better if someone really actually stolen out of his cold dead hands. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and somebody actually, his the, someone broke the back window before, so someone actually got into his car again last night and stole all of the change out of the three twenty-five in change. Someone came into his car this, last night too. Yeah. Well, it's, it, the, the the window's been broken for a while. But he had it taped, and so they ripped all the tape off, and they got inside, and then they stole his 325 and change. <laughs> right, I know. His poor car. Everyone, the, the Tenderloin hates Jonathan's car. It's like the Saturn just, I'm, just let the, but you know, it's like one of those things where there's nothing left in the Saturn. There's Now there's nothing. There's no change. There's like an old half a sandwich. I wish they would have taken the old half a sandwich. They didn't want the old half a sandwich. They didn't want the old half a sandwich. Here we are on the AltaCast. Uh, Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, is here. Yeah. We just talked to Antoinette. We've got Drug Policy Alliance news and Gnarl. I also looked up North Korea War Trump idiot and got a bunch of stuff. And then I looked up Trump Dumb War. That one I like better. That's crazy. So, um... Oh, we got to talk about Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah. Poor, poor the, the Rico. The, the Caribbean islands and then the NFL players and all that shit. There's just so much shit going on. It's There's overwhelming. There's so much shit going on right now. It's absolutely scary. It's, and You got a Twitter war between Kim Jong-il and our president. I know, and, like 12-year-old girls are going yeah. back and forth. Whose dick is bigger? Exactly. My you're, missile's you're, bigger. You're, you're, you're 12-year-old girls. You don't even have missiles. Playing with people's lives and shit. It's awful. The White House is restricting lawmakers from visiting Puerto Rico. Puerto Ricans still waiting for aid a week after the devastation. This is sad. And uh, we're supposed to ramp up aid in the next 24 hours, but that's not happening yet. Yeah, Hurricane Maria really, there's a lot of things happening. So, when we talked about this, we mentioned it before that the the Chinese dynasties, whenever there were natural disasters, a few of them in a year, they would change leadership. They would change dynasties because obviously the gods hate your dynasty. Look how many! Can't we just take a nod from the Chinese, bro? Like, when shit went down, they changed leadership. Because the gods are angry. What is happening? Definitely on this hemisphere. Yeah. I I put up a post sometime last week saying that God hates this part of the hemisphere right now. Because you had like the earthquakes going on in Mexico. Mm -hmm. How many hurricanes? Are we up to four? So many hurricanes. Four or five? Yeah. You know, it's just like, yeah. Oh, and then, you know, Southern California was on fire. Oh, yeah. It was on fire. Of course it was. Yeah. Uh, Well, let's start with just how dumb... Uh, just how dumb is uh, President Trump today? Right. This is from the um, Dave Masuto from the USA Today. This just was published two days ago. Donald Trump hits Puerto Rico for debt. So this is a big face palm here. Taking the measure of the latest Trump administration... Uh, foolishness. The Trump administration makes so much news for counterproductive statements and actions, it's hard to keep them in context. To help readers find the right perspective, we invented the Kelly facepalm scale to rank the administration's mistake. Mistakes from merely normal to the cosmically disastrous. 
Wow. Here, here's where we start. The Puerto Rico cash crunch. Who is surprised that when Donald Trump finally started tweeting about Puerto Rico's post-Maria travails, he'd do it in the most buffoonish way possible? Nobody. Here is his tweet. Uh, quote, Texas and Florida are doing great, but Puerto Rico, which was already suffering from broken infrastructure and massive debt, is in deep trouble. Now, why the fuck? Why would you do that during a natural disaster? Why would you do that? Why? The first rule of Republican domestic policy scandals is that there has always has to be a clueless and cruel comment from a top Republican showing a complete lack of empathy. Now, if the response to Hurricane Maria isn't perfect, Trump will spend years being beat up with his massive debt as if pointing out Puerto Rico's flaws should be the top agenda less than a week after disaster strikes. This is a three Kelly facepalm rating scale. This is a three Kelly. Trump's war on the NFL. On Monday morning, Donald Trump launched his latest Twitter salvo in this war on the National Football League players protesting during the national anthem. He, well, we already know he doesn't think Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Here is his quote. The issue of kneeling has nothing to do with race. It's about respect for our country flag and the national anthem. NFL must respect this. Trump's tweet had less to do with race, police brutality, or the NFL than it does with using digital circus to distract the country as his administration tries desperately to prevent his latest attempt to repeal Obamacare from going down in flames. This is a two-Kelly facepalm scale. Which it did. Yeah, thank God. But that's in our gnarl news. That's in our gnarl news today, the failure, the latest failure. Uh, Fucking zombie of a thing keeps they won't let it just die yeah i know well the thing with the trumpy trump is that anything that obama did he wants to take it away because right it's somehow well, he thinks obama was bad but things but, were really good but here's the thing trump doesn't know what's in any of these bills it's it's the republican senate you know sure, and so sure. they're trying to rush something in and they're trying to they're basically you know the cbc score which is basically the scoring of like the bill or what have you you know they were trying to hurry up and get that in before they could get a cbc score all the foundations uh, criticized it and said this is a horrible bill and the american they were trying to sneak it in and the, the republicans don't have anything they're just trying to you know honor their constituents well you know what here's what they donors what they do have uh, is a huge opiate crisis. They uh, what care. they do have, right, that deals directly with healthcare. Uh, what they do have is a questionable impending war with North Korea. Can we get our heads out of our fucking asses and realize that our administration right now needs? It makes this makes me so crazy because it seems so transparent. Oh, we're gonna have another big war. Oh, we have to move another war. The military-industrial complex needs to make money, and they want to do it in two ways. They want to start a new war over in North Korea because isn't that great? And two, they're trying to bring it to our own soil. I think on the tw- I think with this whole racist thing, they really want us. They wanted St. Louis to blow up after the guy was acquitted of murdering a child oh. with an AK-47. Oh. They want us to erupt in racial conflict between ourselves so that they can come in with martial law, so they can bring the military-industrial complex directly to the American people. 
people. They can put it in our faces, in our laps, and make us pay for the wars that they're going to perpetrate on our own soil. Well, the, well, there's also the fact that matter with even going back to the healthcare thing, they want to cut healthcare so you know they can help their donors, you know, right. with their tax breaks, but also that money would go to military spending as well. So I mean, it all goes full circle. And uh, how many of the pharmaceutical the pharmaceutical industry still exists and drugs are still there? And if you cut the care, you cut the healthcare. Oh well, they get to make more money because now their drugs are seven hundred dollars for monthly drugs. This is the same thing. Is that this is what insurance does? This is what privatized medicine does. It says that if you have enough money, then you get care. If you don't have enough money, you, you don't get care. You die. And we've become so pill heavy that we just expect people to consume these pills to make them healthy. And it's so expensive. I mean, if you've got diabetes, we kind of get... We kind of gave you diabetes with all of the shitty food and the corn syrup in the 70s and 80s. We kind of gave you diabetes. And now we're saying, well, now that we gave you diabetes, we can't help you afford to take care of this issue. When it could have been, and it could be fixed with diet, but that's not, we don't want people buying vegetables. Who does that help? The farmers? No, we want them, We want Monsanto goods. We want, you know, more McDonald's. We want more GMO friendly food. I mean, it's crazy well, to me. They're also cutting off uh, regulations at the USDA or what have you, which mm. is you know where we get like our meats and our you know our poultry, what have you. So it's so on and so on, and you know the whole thing comes full circle with healthcare. It really does. You can't have a you can't have unable bodies to fight a war anyway. Mm. I mean, but that doesn't matter, does it? Because when they come back home from, by the way, we are still in a war too, right. Afghanistan. Sure. Still going Operations on. and skirmish is not technically a war. <laughs> but we're, we're in a 17-year-old, 16, excuse me, 16-year-old war. But the fact of the matter is those people that come home need uh, insurance as well. Though They're supposed to get they to the government. They need mental health services because they've been blowing people up. Like, I've watched these things, these scopes, and they just from far away, they're like, get that motherfucker. And it's just boom, boom. You're killing people. You know, we've lost 6,000 soldiers, maybe more, in Afghanistan and Iraq, but over a million casualties of their people. Like, it just, the thing I keep getting back to is that people are worth less than money yeah. to our government. Or money is worth more than people, especially those brown people over there. Fuck them in their country. That's how I think they're people. They're um, fucking well, people. But, Why do we just but, kill a million people? But the thing is, like, we're getting that at home. I mean, we don't have to go very far right. to get it. I mean, for example, um, there was a horrible uh, Klan's rally that uh, Donald Trump had in Alabama on Friday. Uh, it wasn't a presidential rally. It was a Klan's rally, and that's when the whole you know he was talking about the NFL mm. and what have you um, and then tweeted that tweet about Steph Curry not coming well, we'll well that was that. so funny the Steph Curry thing was so funny he is so fucking classy that's He's why Stephen Curry is my spirit animal because he is such a gentleman and he is so classy and he the way he responded to that was he's a class act well, the fact that you know he's like I'm not he said I'm not, I going. Already, I'm not I'm going. going I never was going and then, but he know, didn't take the bait he, he could have been like he could have been like Hey, dumb fuck. I wasn't going to go anyways. But instead, he was just like, eh, I don't take the bait on this one. No, he, don't take the bait. he didn't explain, but he the way that he kind of... Doesn't he, he threw a little shade, but in a classy, adorable way. He did. But the Klan's rally um, at, in Huntsville, you know, they were talking about how John McCain 
is it going to vote for the health care bill that's now dead? Right. And mind you, people were booing a man that is actually a war hero. Uh, yeah, POW. He was yeah. a prisoner of war. And who's actually dying of cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're booing this man mm. who, to a man that is a draft dodger, because he had bone spurs on right. his feet. Bored my feet. My feet. Mm. Uh. Um, and so this is how inhumane mm. we have gotten. It's especially since, you know, I'm not going to say it's all uh, Trumpito, but I've just seen the devolvement of how we are as humans. Yeah. Well, it's how we treat each other and how we worship someone that doesn't even give a fuck about us. Well, that's because we, he, uh, uh, us as little Americans running around, all the only value we have to our administration right now is being a consumer. The more we consume, the better Americans we are. If you consume your drugs and you can, the, you know, pharmaceutical drugs, and you consume your shitty food and you consume what they want you to consume and you buy things and you get the iPhone 8 and you get all these things and you get the new headphones and you, you have a baby that becomes another consumer and you, you buy all the things. You got to get the pet food for the cat. You got to buy, buy, buy. And that's what, that's what makes them go, that's what's good about Americans. They have worth because we're well we're deflected by all these pretty shiny things right. just like we're deflected by what's actually really going on with we're uh, not they don't they don't think we're people well, they don't I, kill anybody well obviously duh i mean because we have a basically you know we're we're the dogs and 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 uh, Trump thinks he's like some kind of royalty. Right, the whole administration, because right. they're sure. taking, they're using our tax dollars right now to fly the jets, uh, are the private jets or what have you, spending four hundred thousand dollars of our money flying back and forth from Philadelphia to Washington D.C., which is not far at all, by the way. That's insane. Um, and on top of that, you know, people, you have, like you said, everything's so transparent. It's it's there. It's there. And people we have these things that are deflecting and it, it's sad no one's paying attention to the fact that matters his tweets and what have you are ways to deflect of what's really going on well, with the, the Russia thing exactly it's look over here look at the monkey it's yes. the monkey defense and like I didn't all, do anything look at the monkey and it and we're all look guilty. all the natural disasters and then he deflects it by saying wow you know fuck Puerto Rico hey you know what we've already fucked Puerto Rico why aren't they a state why do we own them but we don't own them and they're an island what is I mean well, he's not even saying fuck Puerto Rico. He's not even saying. He's anything. saying they're fucked. He's just he's saying not, Puerto Rico's fucked. You know, the, but, you know, the, it's in, and that's our U.S. territory, all the Virgin Islands. Mm. You know, we're we made a treaty, we made a pact, and this is. And what do be they like get Katrina. out of it? Yeah, they this get they get be, fuck all out of it. This is going to be like Katrina. Mm -hmm. But the worst thing about it is they're on an island on their own. Yeah. In a yeah. big, big, large ocean. This is what he said. Yeah. He, like. Like he really said, like in a big low ocean in the middle of nowhere, and that ocean is large. <laughs> it's the fucking Atlantic. You goddamn right. It's oh wow. It's he's so. It's this so. How, this so is dumb. how we need to read people, so you don't turn out like this. Well, I feel like ah. I feel like the opiate crisis. I feel like it is one of those things where they just the government just wants them to die because they're no longer good consumers because all they're consuming now if they're still consuming oxycontin that's great but they're not doing it legal anymore so they're not making any money off well, it so fuck them now let them die give well, them the thinking, fentanyl well yeah they're thinking that uh, most drug uh, addicts are of a lower class right 
not knowing that having an addiction has no kind of class or complexion right, right, right. that gets to you. Right. But these people think like barbaric anyway. Like, you know, just, yeah, exactly. We did that story a while back about um, in an Ohio town where the ambulance, uh, the refuses to pick up oh, right. people. Sure, because they're like, ugh, we gotta pick them up all the time. Right. But we don't we're not providing harm reduction service. The, the point is that once they once those sixty eight thousand people in twenty sixteen, sixty eight thousand people died of opiate overdoses in twenty sixteen. That's that's put people in the giant stadium and then kill them all. That's a lot of fucking dead people. And I don't think our government gives a fuck because they don't care about people with addiction because they're like they're bad people what they've done is they've stigmatized drug users to the point where they're not even people anymore and and that's a problem because it's just like a new system of eugenics just kill the unfit well you know what we're the one that created fucking addiction in the well, first place. We're, we're, it's well, the fentanyl. It's well, killing people. I, I, I really feel like those. This epidemic has been a little bit more kinder compared to the people that were dur- the, around during the crack epidemic. I will say that right. much. Sure. I will say it's that. It's hard to die from crack, though. Yeah, but I mean, we. I mean, it, I guess your lungs explode, your heart explodes, heart attack, man, heart attack, and it, you sure. know, okay, and then a lot of incarceration, a lot of violence yeah, yeah you know i would much rather die of an opiate overdose than a heart attack because of a crack induced overdose i'd much rather not have my heart explode uh here we go with the drug policy alliance news this is new fbi report one arrest for drug possession every 25 seconds in 2016 as the war on drug drugs rages on uh you have you may have heard that president trump and attorney General Jeff Sessions are restarting the drug war. Well, it never actually ended. According to the FBI's new uniform crime report, law enforcement agencies in the U.S. made more than 1.57 million arrests for drug law violations in 2016, a 5.63% increase over the previous year, and over three times more arrests than for all violent crimes combined. More than four out of five of those arrests, 84.6%, or 1,330,401 arrests, were simply for drug possession. Marijuana arrests also increased. About 41% of all drug arrests were for marijuana, with the vast majority being for simple possession. These massive numbers are way out of sync with the national public opinion, as a majority of Americans now support not just legalizing marijuana, but also ending criminal punishment for drug use. As detailed in a recent Drug Policy Alliance report, there's an emerging political and scientific consensus that otherwise law-abiding people should not be arrested, let alone locked behind bars, simply for using or possessing a drug. Discriminatory, discriminatory, discriminatory <laughs> enforcement phenomena of drug possession laws has produced profound racial and ethnic disparities at all levels in the criminal justice system. Black people comprise just 13% of the U.S. population and use drugs at similar rates as other groups, but they comprise 29% of those arrested for drug law violations and 35% of those incarcerated in state prison for drug possession. Drug criminalization also fuels mass detentions and deportations for non-citizens, including legal permanent residents, many of whom have been in the U.S. for decades and have jobs and families. Possession of any amount of drug, except for first-time possessions of less than 30 grams of marijuana, can trigger automatic detention and deportation, often without the possibility of return. Several countries have successful experience with ending criminal penalties for drug use and possession, 
most notably Portugal. In 2001, Portugal enacted one of the most extensive drug law reforms in the world when it decriminalized low-level possession and use of all illegal drugs. Today in Portugal, no one is arrested or incarcerated for drug possession, and many more people are receiving treatment. And addiction, HIV, AIDS, and drug overdose have drastically decreased. Polls of U.S. presidential primary voters found last year that substantial majorities supporting ending arrests for drug use and possession in Maine, 64%, New Hampshire, 66%, and even South Carolina, 59%. In 2016, the first state-leveled criminalization bill was introduced in Maryland, and a similar version was reintroduced in 2017. The Hawaii legislature, meanwhile, overwhelmingly approved a bill last year creating a commission to study decriminalization. Earlier this year, the United Nations and World Health Organization released a joint statement calling for repeal of laws that criminalize drug use and possession. They join an impressive group of national and international organizations who have endorsed drug decriminalization that includes the International Red Cross, Organization of American States, Movement for Black Lives, NAACP, American Public Health Association, among many others. The FBI's new data lies, lays bare how the drug war continues to be a major driver, not just of mass incarceration, but mass criminalization more broadly. Criminalizing drug use hurts families and communities, compounds social and economic inequalities, and unfairly denies millions of people the opportunity to support themselves and their families. What we're doing doesn't work and actually makes things worse. Our limited public resources would be better spent on expanding access to effective drug treatment and other health services. As overdose deaths skyrocket all over the U.S., people who need drug treatment or medical assistance may avoid it in order to hide their drug use. If we decriminalize drugs, people can come out of the shadows and get help. We now have a federal administration determined to ramp up the drug war. But most drug enforcement is carried out at the local and state levels. So jurisdictions across the U.S. are responding to Trump and Sessions by moving drug policy reforms forward with increasing urgency. This week's latest FBI report gives more than a million reasons why these reforms are so crucial. Well, there we go. I wonder what the the uh, total of 2017, since the year's almost over, how much it's going to climb up to. Oh, with the opiate deaths? Oh, no, no. just Well, just with the... With, incar- with mass incarceration? Yeah. Oh, with how many arrests? Yeah. Right, 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 right. Because 2017, I, I bet you we're going to have a high number because you got uh, Jeff R- Begar- Begard Sessions. He is... Keebler Elf, motherfucker. Right. It's... Uh, I mean, there's just the the drug war rages on, and we know now. That's another thing that's going on that's being deflected by sure. his tweets. Absolutely. You know, it, and the thing is, like, I fall into the shiny things too because some of the things that he says are so fucking outrageous, and of course they, of course I'm gonna get upset. You know, he tweets about you know banning transgender in the in the military. Oh God, that was and ridiculous. Then, yeah, and then the whole NFL tweeting thing. policy is a problem. We can't. The, the, the concept that we as a people are condoning this, we're letting our president tweet like a twelve-year-old girl making huge decisions. Yes. What he doesn't like transgender people and they freak him out, so now they can't be in the military. There's so many people that serve in the military, and you're gonna say what? What? What are you doing? I. Uh, I just don't even know who he's playing to at this point. Here's some drug war statistics that might make you uh, sad. That $51 billion 
is what's spent annually on the war on drugs. Still, 51... Healthcare. That could go do healthcare. 51... Look at that. Billion in a year. Waste billion. of money. Bill- I mean, that's hard to even conceptualize how much money that is. That could go to education. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. It's... Uh, Two of the most important things, health and education. Sure, absolutely. And we're worried about incarcerating people um, because... because Low-level low criminals. Because poor people are worth more in jail mm-hmm. than they are... I mean, it's... It's a plantation. It's, yeah, it's... It, well, it's and once pl- you're... Once you are incarcerated, you are... You got that scarlet letter? You're owned. You, you actually... It is slavery. You are owned by the government when right. you when you are incarcerated. And then when you get out, you get the scarlet letter. Yeah, you can't you get can, a job. You can't get a FAFSA. So yeah, you can't go to school. school. It, it's a setup, man. It's a setup. Yeah. It's a setup. I think we say this every week. I know we say it every yeah. week. But we, we, but we just have to remind people. The proportion of people incarcerated for drug offense in state prison who are black or Latino, though these groups use and sell drugs at similar rates as white, is 57%. 57%. And there's only gonna be more. Yeah, I mean, and we've talked about, like, the mass incarceration being an issue. And the thing is, now we know that we can change uh, drug policy and it was once help le- people's lives. It and was we still choose once to do it. leading as very bipartisan with that, too, with mm. ending the dr- drug war. So, but nope, nope, not not in this administration. See, these are the, these are the really important things that are going on behind the scenes going on in the administration you know it's it's uh and then you know we don't even have to talk about ice oh god well that's the whole thing now too is that you know if people have small amounts of marijuana or they get some if they arrest you for that and then they find out that you're illegal they just send you out of the country well and and that i mean or you don't have to be or you can just be brown and get harassed sure you know be, be brown and get harassed. So uh, Drug Policy Alliance is amazing. Please go visit them at drugpolicy.org. Uh, donate to them so that we can uh, change the world together. Also, go to mutinyradio.fm. Donate. Donate to us, too. Hey, if you're a comedian, you should apply for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's only $10. And we're going to choose 40 comedians um, out of the throngs of submissions that we should be getting until November 30th. All right, going to Gnarl News. Yay, Gnarl! Yay! Uh, this is exciting news today. This is good news. It's good news. Until- Gnarl celebrates failure of latest GOP effort to rob millions of Americans of their health care. Until it comes back alive again. Until it, yeah. Because it, it will. It will. Uh, this <laughs> was yesterday, when they say today, yes, yesterday, the anti-choice Graham-Cassidy-Heller health care bill failed to gather enough votes in the U.S. sentence. Elise Hogue, president of Gnarl Pro-Choice America, released the following statement in response to reports that the Senate will not hold a vote on the bill. For more than nine months, health care for tens of millions of Americans has been under a near daily assault from anti-choice Republicans in Washington determined to put their backward ideology and failed campaign promises over Americans' health care needs. Today, we celebrate that once again, they have failed since the election. Gnarl's member activists across the country recognized the immediate threat, mobilized on the ground, picked up the phones, and made their voices heard. The message we sent is clear. We reject any attempts to reverse the gains we've made to improve the well-being of women and families. 
The great hypocrisy of all these repeal efforts did not go unnoticed. The senators pushing them claim to be in the pro-life party, but their bill left people to die without life-saving care. It slashed maternity coverage for mothers and future mothers and denied them the care they need to have the healthiest pregnancies and babies possible. It even jacked up health care costs for cancer patients by potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars. If they truly wanted to improve people's lives, they never would have promoted this deadly legislation. Anti-choice Republicans will never give up on their attempts to ram their ideological and extreme agenda that would punish women and families, and we will never let down our guard. The only way to protect the Affordable Care Act and reproductive health care access is to elect champions who will stand up for us. The Republicans who have voted for these repeal efforts over the last nine months have a simple message for you. We have a simple message for you. See you at the ballot box. See, this is, and we have to give props to uh, Susan Collins of Maine. Mm. Yeah, she again said, hell no, this is some bullshit. Mm. See, this is why we need more women in the government. And she's a Republican. So, I mean, the fact of the matter is just like, it's just plain as day. It's like, it's a bad bill. It's terrible. Right. It's, it, it, no one, and the thing is, the only reason why that um, Lindsey Graham and I forgot the other fuckface's name, um, the only reason why that they were pushing this because their donors were like, hey, what about giving us this tax break? We need this tax break right now. They're, yeah, so it's all about their donors. It, and it's it's all about their exactly. Donors. It's because it's the money. And for some reason, for some reason, which rich white guys still get to be inside my uterus. There really isn't enough space in there for the entire Supreme Court with their benches and their voluminous robes and all those fucking dicks. There just isn't room in my uterus for your dick. It, there just it isn't there. Get the fuck out of my body. Yeah, I wouldn't white know how to fuck men anyway. in the Republican Party. I just don't even understand why they have any ability to make any claims on how but they want small government <laughs> but no, that, I mean, how that, can they tell thing. me how can they tell women what the good choices for their lives are you the hubris of you rich motherfucker you think you know better than me I've been living in my body for 42 years and I know that it is not a good idea for me to have a baby so give me access to birth control or to IUDs or to or abortion or a fucking pap smear so I don't get cancer. But <laughs> if, if you want to be inside my uterus, just be in there with like medicine and, and helping my support my choices. Don't be in there because you've got some moralistic pre, like idea. Your morals say any say anything about my life. These guys passed health class, okay? Yeah. None of them had sex education, all right? Though we barely did, but I mean, still, it, it's yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that you could get AIDS from giving a blowjob until I was 25. <laughs> I mean, I was a, I was out of college. I was out of college, and I didn't know. Nobody told me. I didn't I, know. I, I get. I got nothing to say on that. One. I know. It's, <laughs> I'm sorry. But it was, but I, but I just you know didn't now. Know. I know now. You know now. Uh, this is uh, the last. This is just a little gnarl pro-choice education here for us. Also, their website is prochoiceamerica.org. You can donate to them to like save our uteruses. Um, all three branches of the federal government can have a huge impact on reproductive freedom na- nationwide. While seven in ten Americans support the right to abortion, our government doesn't reflect our views. We'll be fighting with everything we've got to block attacks on reproductive freedoms from the anti-choice Congress and president. 
So here's the president. This is what we have to be worried about. Donald Trump's presidency poses a clear and present danger to reproductive freedom. Trump has said that women should be punished for choosing abortion and has filled his executive cabinet with anti-choice extremists. Here are some of the ways Trump is threatening reproductive rights. Trump repeatedly promised he would nominate anti-choice justices to the Supreme Court. He followed through on that promise by nominating Neil Gorsuch, an anti-choice circuit court judge, to fill the vacancy on the court. Gorsuch ruled against reproductive freedom in multiple cases throughout his career. He was confirmed only after Republican senators changed our democracy for Donald Trump. See which senators pushed Gorsuch through on the final vote. You can click on that. But yeah, they changed the number. They changed the number because... Because they really want to get some anti-choice people in there. Trump is also poised to nominate judges to lower-level federal courts who could gut reproductive rights by upholding dangerous anti-choice state laws. The president also nominates the attorney general and the heads of departments that affect health services nationwide. His pick for attorney general, former Alabama Senator Jeff Sessions, is a racist, sexist, anti-choice extremist who voted to defund Planned Parenthood, ban abortion at 20 weeks, and wanted to make it easier for anti-choice domestic terrorists to escape punishment for attacking clinics. The president's annual budget contains proposed funding amounts for federal health services, such as the Title X Family Planning Program and Sex Education Programs. I haven't heard anything about this. Title X Family Planning Program and Sex Education Programs. Interesting. Count, Count me in. Wow. Uh, Congress. Congress, the House of Representatives and the Senate, creates laws and determines the budget for federal government. The Senate also provides the president's nominees for courts and federal agencies. With extreme anti-choice politicians running both the House and Senate, an anti-choice president, we expect constant attacks on our reproductive freedom. We'll never stop fighting to make sure that the voices of the 7 in 10 pro-choice Americans are heard. Uh, Here's the last part. Federal courts. Pro-choice organizations often challenge extreme anti-choice laws in the court system. These cases can make their way through the federal court system all the way to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has the final say on whether a law violates the Constitution. We had a huge victory in the Supreme Court case, Whole Woman's Health versus Hellerstedt. The court ruled that the a Texas trap law designed to shut down reproductive health clinics was unconstitutional. Because of this ruling, other states have been forced to roll back similar laws. Trump's selections for federal courts, including the Supreme Court, could swing the outcome of court cases for decades to come. His January 2017 selection of the anti-choice Judge Neil Gorsuch to fill the vacancy on the Supreme Court shows that Trump is intent on rolling back reproductive rights in the judiciary. The anti-choice agenda is ultimately to overturn Roe v. Wade, and Gorsuch could be the first step toward making that possible. Scary! Scary! In my uterus. Yeah, I know. It's, I haven't done that joke in a while, and I and I really should because bring I it back. Kind of, I, I forgot about the the Supreme Court is still all up in my uterus. Yeah. They really are. Why are they in there? And that's actually from a quote from Diggable Planets, uh, a song called uh, "It's the one that's uh, If Roe v. Wade will be overturned, will not the desire remain intact?" Um, it's a really great song. Uh, it's off their first album, yeah. right? Hey, butterflies and Johnson. Pam's greatest hits. A great a problem of great magnitude has arose, and as we speak, it grows. Uh, what could it be? I thought a juice I bought and head on down to her spot. 
uh, blah blah blah. Anyways, it's it's about it's about um, abortion, abortion and uh, La Femme Fatale is the name of the song by Diggable Planets. Look it up; it's really great. But they 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 say uh, they talk about the the government still being inside. And that was like in 1994. Right, right. 93 or 94, absolutely. Yeah. And now and look, how still, far, look how far we've come. Look how far we've come, very, baby. I mean, back. I mean, how back we were going. Yeah, it's scary. Uh, so we got North Korea, everybody, Yay! happening. The, the Twitter war between Kim Jong-il oh, and, and Celebrity in Chief. That's a, that's a cute way to call it, Celebrity in Chief. Uh, oh God, I hate that guy. But uh, heart ready attack? to strike? I'm, I'm, I'm praying. You're going for, for a, praying I'm, for a heart attack. I'm praying for a heart attack. We should write a song. Praying for, for a heart attack. Heart attack. Yeah. Praying for a heart attack. It would be great because he does eat enough McDonald's that we could hope that his that choke, arteries choke, just choke on it. Yeah, choke on a burger, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, ready to strike? North Korea moves warplanes into U.S. bombers' flight path after warning Trump they'll shoot down any American jet they see. Is this posturing? Or should we really be, is this real? Like, I honestly have no idea if this is a new Cold War that we're figuring out or if this is a real thing. Or if I, we should no, truly be scared or if we're like, oh, it's like a new video game. Um, I'm 50-50. I'm kind of scared because for many decades, people did not want to fuck with North Korea. Many administrations. Right. And this one, but this this was has no reason behind it, really. He's just poking the bear. Poke the bear. It's just a Twitter war. Seriously. They're going back and forth, like you said, like some yeah. teenage girls. I want to see all the tweets. And, uh, and they're both crazy. They're not right. They're not right. They're, they're egotistical, narcissistic, evil dictators. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you don't think that this administration is leaning toward a dictatorship. Well, it's a. What do you think the protest of. What, I'm not going to call it a dictatorship. I'm going to call it an aristocracy. aristocracy. I think that. We're, we're leaning. I said leaning. Right. Toward. Right. Well, yeah. the interesting thing would be. If if Trumpito actually got elected for a second term and then after that his son ran, then it would be like the new Bush dynasty, but it'd be too it would be too much. It'd be like clearly we aren't our rights are completely negated at this point. I'm still praying for a heart attack. Still praying, yeah. <laughs> but though, but that's the thing is, then we've got Mike Pence, and then what happens? You know, by this point, I'll just take him. You'll take him. You'll take the. I just, I can't. I can't. This every day is something, and it's very overwhelming. And this is why so many Americans it's now are stressed. So scary. So stressful. And so stressed. It's just like if, when you're trying to pay so attention. So stressed. When you're trying to pay attention to what's going on in your surroundings, it's like every day it's just like a panic attack. It, and you know what's great. And the business is, at bars. Yeah. Everyone's drinking more. Yeah. And I've been, I've actually, I've seen it because how else are we to combat this stress? There is, I mean, honestly, this is a very fucking scary. We could be, and if, the, if, if North Korea is going to shoot any bombs over, they're, they're going to hit LA. They're going to hit right. San Francisco. They're right. going to hit us. Right. And the th this is the thing where it's like life, because we're already stressed in our normal life and in our new normal routine. Mm -hmm. But then what's going on with, you know, with the, you know, our situation and as a country is yeah. even more stress. It's just like, oh right. my God. Well, we've got, it, it, it's affecting. Well, and people. how can we not, like, I can name like out of nowhere so many so we've got the we've got the AK-47 killing of the black guy in and the and the that, that guy got excused or whatever whatever it's called acquitted, uh, yeah. acquitted and that was in St. Louis, uh, St. Louis. you've that got we've got war we've got Trump uh, doing Twitter wars with North Korea we've got um, 
two huge earthquakes in Mexico. We've got Hurricane Maria. We've our, we've had our fourth hurricane that's destroying ice, things. Ice uh, we've, breaking we've got, families. We've got ice coming in, breaking up families, and, uh, and the Dreamers. We've got the Dreamer shit happening. Healthcare. We've got we've got the healthcare thing. We've got our abortion rights being. Um, we're still at war. We have people that are don't be a minority here. Basically, we've United got the States. we've got the KKK. They've we've, made a baby. We've got super racist happening. We've crazy super, things. Uh, we have a white supremacist uh, uh, administration. But, I mean, we can go on and on. It's like yeah. the, it's a the opiate the opiate, opiate war crisis, the uh, opiate crisis is the still the fact that uh, a lot of Planned Parenthoods and women's health clinics are closing. I mean, where's um, the what's where, where, jobs are still leaving? The wages are still staggered. Uh, right. <laughs> well, I mean, here we've got. I mean, the rent prices are going up. Yeah. Then there's so many problems, right? We've got a huge even in San Francisco proper, we have a huge questionably housed issue, and I do that because I want to. I don't want to say homeless because I don't want to. They're questionably the question, housed. They're definitely questionably and, housed. Absolutely. And I just, I feel like there's such a stigma attached. Once we dehumanize people, they're just homeless. But we have a huge problem in San Francisco with uh, questionably housed people. And we still have opiate crises. And we still have all of these issues. And we only have one in and out in San Francisco. You know, of all of these problems, only one is solvable. And that is that we should have more than one fucking in and out in San Francisco. <laughs> there are so many problems here in this city. And one of them can be solved. Right? to your district representative. There are 14 districts. Are there seven districts or 14 districts? How many districts are there in San Francisco? 14. 10, 11. There's 11 districts. You know what? There should be 11 motherfucking in and out. You should write to your district representative and say, yes, let's be happy. Let's have more in and outs in San Francisco. If we can solve nothing else, Together we can solve this problem. Fuck that! No, it's it's it's, it's a new it's my new joke concept. I try to get everybody on board, like with a. It's You're my gonna new. You have more fat motherfuckers. No, I love one in and out a month is like happiness. You know, you it know is Americans joy. don't know how to do moderation. That's why we have tit- fat fucks running around. Right, now. but that toasted bun. To, oh god, those have real any, potatoes. We don't have any moderation. We have no, no right. I know. All we have no moderation. We just have Republicans telling us how to live our lives. Yeah, There's just no well, moderation. And, and a bunch of fucking sheep. Yeah. And a sheep. bunch of fucking sheep that believe the hype. Right. Oh, thank God. You know what? I count. I do start to count my blessings every day that I am. I am a lease in California, and I got the fuck out of Missouri because I would have to deal with people like that. Oh, it's terrible. And I, every so day, scary. Every day. Well, it's not scary. It's, no, it's it, even more stressful. The fact that you have to deal with people blatantly in your face about it every day right. and and especially like tell people saying that they hate you for no reason right right Though right i'm sure i'm sure i get it here because i see how some white people look at me i know who i know no who they are. just you're so pretty they're just jealous of your coffee no, skin they're they're just like <laughs> coffee skin <laughs> mocha, your mocha babe. skin I'm mocha, mocha. you've got the <laughs> You've got that's true. Your mocha. Yeah. You put the you gotta put the milk in there. Though I used to want to be dark like coffee, but anyway, that's a whole other story. But it, it, it's just like it's, it's there's so much going on. It's so overwhelming, and I I've started to get even more and more stressful and a little bit of anxiety. Yeah, I gotta Lots smoke of, a lot of. We weed. gotta smoke a lot of weed. That's uh, we have a we have a special guest bring in. It's one o'clock hour. You guys are listening to the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. Thanks for listening. I'm your host Pam Benjamin. I'm 
joined by uh, the wonderful and amazing Latoya, the sheriff. Yeah, (laughs) you do. You look like you stepped out of a Robert Palmer video. Addicted to love. Right. Might as well feast. Just give her a just give her a bass and have her like rock back and forth. I prefer. I didn't want to turn you on. Oh, that's a great song. I know. That's you know, that, you know. This week, <laughs> is, this Friday is uh, punk rock and schlock at Bender's Bar for karaoke, and I would be willing to sing a Robert Palmer song you if you totally dance it. behind me with the <laughs> with your outfit on. We'll just we'll find a guitar for you. We'll like and I, I, no emotion. Show no emotion. Show no emotion. Yeah. Just be pretty, like a, a supermodel. Yeah. Don't say nothing, bitch. Just be pretty. Speaking of supermodels, I was uh, outside. Uh, the back, back patio of Benders and I met a, a new friend I forget what her name was but anyways we were talking about um, potential presidential candidates and how um, Trump is a celebrity and what other celebrities we'd like to have and I said well I think the next president should either be Michelle Obama Tyra Banks or Oprah I think we need a black woman president and I think that Michelle could Michelle. fucking fill those pants, those shoes, that bill. Michelle. I love Michelle. Michelle. I love Michelle. I love her so much. That, be, that would be a sexy I love Michelle. Dude, She's so great. smart. She's, She's so, so smart. well-spoken. She's just wonderful. She's been there. I trust the shit out of her. And you know She what? loves kids. She hates fat kids. I, mean, just, <laughs> I love I love Michelle, man. I love her. I love her. Yeah, she's, she's ooh, she's... Love her. I, I don't have enough words to say. I, all I can say is, ooh, she, ooh, ooh, yeah. And I don't think that Tyra's old enough yet, but I really would like to... Tyra Banks is Tyra, president. Tyra and her forehead. You know that Tyra has an MBA from Harvard. Yeah, she's She has smart. a master's in business from Harvard. She is a smart... She's not only gorgeous... She is super intelligent. She owns yeah. multiple businesses. She's on it. And whenever she does her, you know, she's an executive producer on her amazing shows. And she always teaches those models business when she does the mm-hmm. the America's Next Top Model. She's like, don't be dumb. People will take advantage of you. You're making your own money. Take care of it. Make products. Sell, own your own. Learn no. how to sign a contract and what's in the contract. Exactly. You know. And know if you're repping a product that you could make your own product and rep it and depending on on the brand she talks about branding she's amazing okay so she's super smart she's a great businesswoman I would trust her and then there's the god Oprah Oprah you get a car you get a car you, you get, get health care you get health care you get health care you get an abortion yeah you, you get, get what she'd be like given all I love I love Oprah too and again she is Incredibly well spoken, because we already know that our that woman is so damn good. Yeah. I, I can't say a bad word about. I Oprah. trust. I neither of those women actually. I trust Oprah. Yeah. I trust her book choices. I trust the way she that she get, uses her money. She gives so much she away. She would get conservative white women. She's a, exactly. She would, she's a philanthropist. She's great. I'm big. I'm a big yeah. Oprah fan. But that I think that either. I mean, I think Tyra's too young because I. What do you have to be? How old do you have to be to be present? Thirty-six. She's okay. She could yeah, do it. She could do it. She's in her forties. Yeah, she's but, in her forties. I mean, black woman president. That would be. Well, they're they're thinking uh, about uh, Kamala Harris. All right, all right. Yeah, uh, running in twenty twenty. So they're trying to push her into the spotlight now. So you're going to be hearing sure. a bunch, a bunch about her. Um, who she's uh, she also signed up with Bernie with the single parrier thing. So right. that way she she knows what she's doing. She's sure, trying sure. to get those Bernie people mm-hmm. toward her. And and she's already got the Hillary people. Because yeah. we got that little you know, little competition with the Brinny the Benny's uh Benny the Bernie Sanders and the uh, Hillary Clinton voters. We got a little tiff. Well, I think that. that after this administration we'll take I mean 
We better take that house back. Oh my God, I'm so. 2018. We better take. Well, it back. is the world gonna blow up before then? I mean, we might all be dead. Who knows? That's true. That's why. That's why I had a really good time last night at Brainwash, and I hope that you guys come out again tonight. I'm hosting Brainwash, uh, and I and we drank too much last night. We had such a good time, but that Jonathan. R.I.P. Jonathan's Veriflex 1982 skateboard. Older than him, he skate. He loved that skateboard. Oh, it was such a cute why, one too. Why you gotta leave it on the? He just. We were so excited about going upstairs and what I was gonna cook for dinner, and we just didn't even. We just. See, this is a sign you guys should stop smoking cigarettes. Right. Mm-hmm. That's. Is that the lesson we're gonna learn from this? Mm-hmm. Is that the lesson? Smoking cigarettes kills. Yeah. It gets your sto- skateboard stolen. Yeah, if we would have just walked upstairs, we never would have. But the thing is, we we did. We, it was the cigarettes' fault. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Smoking well. kills skateboards. It, yeah, it absolutely does. I, I hate looking at these pictures of these two idiots. Um, <laughs> Sarah Huckabee. Uh, come on in. I don't remember your name. Dude, did you want to come in on the radio? It's the time. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember your name. I'm sorry. <laughs> Come on in. Uh, so, yeah, we're scared. North Korea, ready to strike. Uh, Twitter war. Twitter war happening. America's dumb war against trade. That was from, from before. Um, there's. I mean, what what's gonna happen? Puerto Rico. It's, no, 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 no. You need to come in. In here. Yeah, you need to come in and sit down. Yeah. So, what's your name again? Mark. Mark. Mark D. Johnson. The D stands for danger or David. Use the microphone so we can hear you. Hello. There yeah. you go. Um, all right. So I got some thoughts about uh, some of the stuff you were talking sure, about. Sure, yeah, yeah. Go crazy. Um, I'm what you building dwellers call a homeless. Oh, well, questionably housed. Questionably housed. Yeah. Questionably um, housed. I don't like that any better, really. <laughs> you don't? You don't think it has more dignity? I'd rather have a place to live. Well, absolutely, absolutely. But do you feel like just when people say they go, "It's a homeless guy," I feel like there's a stigma to that, and I feel there, like it's, it's much. Dehum- it's, there is much more to it than that. It's not a matter of that they even call you homeless; is that they treat you like dog shit off the bottom of their shoe. They will yell at you to get the fuck off. The, like I just saw them, uh, this guy yelling at. Um, a friend of mine who is also homeless and is in a wheelchair and another guy who was watching her dog and he's yelling at us by the Safeway on uh, Market Street that this is um, his neighborhood and we need to get the hell out. The the market and church one. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, that, that's a. I mean, that's a great statement. He's yelling at because he's yelling but that's at a because we're on the sidewalk. He says you're trespassing, and and I told well, him he was being an elitist piece of shit, and he needed to fuck off and um, stop yeah, harassing poor people free, because free that's speech what it is. is. Good. All right, so we were talking. Wait, about, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I had to rewind go. for a second. The sit lie law has that affected you? Have you ever been arrested because of the sit lie law in San Francisco? I do not know what the sit lie law is. So they. Oh yeah, two years no, ago I've they passed up, the bill. No, not for that. But I have been picked up when they do sweeps of cleaning up the neighborhoods. And I also spent some time in jail for allegedly trying to kill two San Francisco police officers, what? which I did not do. Yeah. I was hel- I actually help the homeless a lot. I feed a lot more of them than Glide Memorial does. Wow. I had the police called on me in a restaurant in the Tenderloin uh, where I found a garbage bag with two, uh, I'm sorry, uh, 10 halves of chickens that were wow. cooked 
and all the sides. Right. But they called the cops on me because I was stealing their garbage. Oh. So you've got cops guarding empty buildings. And what you probably haven't right. noticed right. is that you have a, an army of, um, of uh, fascist uh, security guards sure, who will beat sure, down. Sure. Uh, I've had them steal my shit in Target. They stole my winter coat because oh. they thought. Oh, and they, uh, I have a bit of OCD from sure. the police and shit. Oh, anyway, back to being. So I'm putting a tent over this other homeless guy. Yeah. Um, a big uh, black gay guy who has mobility issues and makes um, what I call turning into a zombie noises, which oh. is unfortunate. Right. So I was putting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, gotcha. Uh huh. Um, and I'll get to how crazy homeless people are in a second because I don't want to uh, ignore that um, and how much they suck. Uh, oh. However, some of us, well, we're all human. Yeah. Sure. And yeah. People suck all around. Yeah, yeah it's true. I, 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 all and, oh, suck. and I'll get to that too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, so uh, they tell me to take down the tent because it's blocking the sidewalk, which it wasn't. And so I pulled out. I said, okay, and I explained who I was and that I was helping and blah, blah, blah. Right. They weren't listening because they don't listen. Is this with the chicken bags or this is, no, this is when you had the tent and you were trying to help the friend? Yes, I had the okay. tent. I don't remember the chicken bags. You said the bags of chicken and they arrested you. No. The bags of half a chickens and the... Oh, no, no, they didn't arrest me. They called the cops. They I called get the cops the, called on me all the oh, time. Oh, I see. Because um, you were stealing their garbage. Right. Well, but that, that, the and thing in San Francisco now, people. right, they have to, they had to start putting... In 2010, they had to start putting locks on. They lock you lock up your they, garbage. They had to lock up, but the reason they had to do that is that someone got sued because they took pastries out of the garbage and got sick, and, they, and so uh, then they okay, sued the people. So what their answer was was to lock up the garbage so that no one could have it. Because because by that point you don't know what kind of bacteria what have you and people right. get sick off of it. Right. But so they but they but they could but they could also like Trader Joe's could easily put their stuff aside for people to take and. Instead of locking they it into lock, a garbage They truck. lock the dumpsters in yeah. every restaurant all over right. um, this state. Because, because it's because it's it's a it, 2010, it became a law that you have to actually lock them. Also, and okay. it sucks. But, there's, but, there's, but, they no, have, but it doesn't suck all the time because where I work, though, pe- when it's not unlocked sometimes, people will turn that motherfucker over oh, yeah. and true. leave it on the street. So that's, Absolutely when, hom- that's when homeless people suck. <laughs> that, that's one of the ways they suck. However, look, um, it, we, look we're going through your garbage to get food. Right, right, right. And right. yeah, a lot of people leave. Give you, I would honestly rather give it to you than you that's open the cool. garbage. Because I don't want you to get if sick. You, that's yeah, I don't my want thing. people to get sick. Look, that's my thing. We're, we're outside all the fucking time. I don't right. care. You're um, still human. Yeah, yes, yeah, I know yeah. we're human. And that's what I'm saying is like the uh, Americans are throwing away oh, tons yeah. of fucking food. Absolutely. And you have police guarding empty buildings and guarding consumer goods that no one really fucking wants Exa- or needs exactly. yeah. from the citizens of the United States. Right. This country is a fascist country. Absolutely. They elected a fascist oh, and God. look, the, uh, when I say fascist, I want to define this term. I do not mean that Donald Trump is a Nazi. Right, he right. does not. So. Well, <laughs> look, uh, I, the Nazis, well, okay, but let me let me define the term further because, yeah. because there's a lot of confusion in America about what that term means and what most people think it means is it's something that loudmouths like me call people when they're mad fascist. but it doesn't just mean that sure it's um, look the Italians were fascists who didn't really hate the Jews they just like parades <laughs> and um, like military uniforms and strength and being and fucking having bullies in black uniforms right. this country is all about bullies in black uniforms 
um, enforcing this ridiculous lifestyle that is mm -hmm. fed to you through the media that look I used to, I worked 14 years at public television and I got fired because oh. they didn't like the shit I said on Facebook um, and they thought I was crazy but that's another story um, and I did go a bit crazy well, from that here's, but here's the fascism as, as defined fascism is a form of radical authoritarian nationalism yeah. characterized by dictatorial power yeah. forcible suppression of opposition okay. and control of industry and commerce mm -hmm. that's pretty much what and we call it doing. free market capitalism which has fucking failed yeah absolutely and it's, it's thrown me out on its ass I'm standing in a shelter at the moment I'm about to get thrown out in two oh. weeks but the shelter's actually one of the nice ones don't they have a curfew on you though they, they make do you not be at this one but if I go to another one uh, this one's actually very decent but they're only holding us there for a while and um, I'm not really that into learning the dignity of work because I work my whole fucking life right, right. Um, and yeah, but see that Okay, that's where I got the issue, but continue. The okay. dignity of work. Look, but continue. But uh, no, no, I'm willing. Uh, I, look, I go out and I play my guitar and try and make money that way. Yeah, my overhead that, is very that's, low. That's, that's yeah, work. That's, that's work. That's work. Oh, absolutely. That's and work. I'm willing to do yeah. like odd jobs, but selling my time um, for money is not. I'm not going to sign a thing that says I'm going to be there every. Look, here's here's the thing. Most homeless people know this, and most building dwellers do not know this. Time fucking doesn't exist. You know this if you've been in jail and they put you in solitary. You know this if you've ever been in an isolation tank. You know this if you've ever... My dad was diagnosed with cancer and was given a year to live and he came to live with me. And that two months that he was there was longer than the preceding seven years. Wow. Because time doesn't exist. Time is a is how they sell your life back to you in 15 minute increments and they've got everyone running around to spend their money at the place where the fun is or they're late for the thing or they're talking really loud about the stupid useless shitty job that they're doing that right, they think right. is so important and they're buying property on time to get and there's and there's rent well, the, isn't look, that what life is yes it oh, well is. yeah and that, i mean However, all life is is the burning of time it's like right. how we it choose is. to burn or there's spend our just, time chapters of it but right. the, yeah. way, people, the way that you the way that you are okay look at look at what they do to you in jail they change where the times are you sure okay there's two americas and you probably know this but you don't know it from up close because i was in the middle class but i fell off right. and i got ended up being in jail a lot because the cops will just pick you up and put you in fucking jail sure. and it does not have to do with being black or white it has to do with being poor, poor. yeah i agree with and that. there is a that we should yeah. end Absolutely. all the all these wars on ill-defined nouns let me tell you something but, poor. but there's we, but there's a lot of i mean don't get me wrong don't be black and poor though That's yeah we, we've, yes we've, but there yeah. are also there's look there's, there's i don't believe that there is such a thing as race i think we're all the human race and the rich people have all of it i wish i could preach that to the rest of the motherfuckers right but look there's there are racist black people on 6th street who try and break my head open all the fucking time there are racist Mexicans I, 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 that, that doesn't mean that they're any. yeah no there's lots of them though yeah, because everyone's because everyone's focused on the race so much but the thing and is, not like, the class because we're not I, we're taught yeah, to not even know that there is social class and that's 
my main point is not that like shit of course black people have a terrible time I moved from England to Valdosta Georgia in 1973 imagine that culture shock wow that was that was some real fucking racism oh. that was going on oh, there oh so fucking no doubt and look there's like white people black people all there's 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 people who just act like fucking assholes because they're all thugged out right and <laughs> they're just too. fucking assholes and I that they're, smile they're, at everybody yeah well that's uh, that's fine but if you're homeless you get robbed every fucking night wow i've had 11 guitars and two ukuleles stole from oh. me, just cut off me while i was asleep oh, they look you see this thing on my head you probably can't i'm um, someone uh, bashed my head with a tree branch from behind. For what reason? Just because you well, were sleeping? Well, hang on a second. It, it went, the doctor lost track of how many stitches. <gasps> it went down to the bone on my head. <gasps> now ask me that question. But why? why did they do that? I don't think he liked me. And <sighs> that's the kind of shit that happens but, on the but street did you, all the time. Can you... Can you yeah, Charge and assault? Did you? Did you? No, did you call the police not. and say he assaulted no, you? No, of course not. I went to the, I staggered to the emergency room oh with my God. head bleeding um, after I'd gone to the beach and washed it off because oh I was up. Oh my God! But no, it doesn't. Look, someone. Yeah, people are crazy out here. Sure. People are crazy on the street, but they're crazy and they're scared because they fucking don't know what's going on to them, on with them. They don't know why they're suffering like this. There right. might be mental illness. That's there might involved. be mental illness. Now, the drug thing, look, needles are what kills people. Oh, because they're dirty needles? No, because you, you can't overdose from smoking heroin. Oh, you can't? Fall can? asleep. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. And you can't and overdose from freaks. smoking heroin because you'd stop. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess you could stop breathing. Fall, yeah, but you'd fucking fall asleep. You'd fall asleep. Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Look, and take the needles out of it. Legalize all of those drugs. And, like, stop the war on drugs. Stop Absolutely. the war on terror. Stop the war on fucking vaguely defined nouns. And end the fucking war on the poor. Right. Absolutely. Because that's a very real war that's going on. It certainly is. Unless and, we can and enslave it's, them. It's the incarceration industry. People. And it's the medical, the mental health industry yeah. where they oh, feed sure. you fucking shut the fuck up pills right. which is all those pills are sure they and are. they should be illegal the other one should be legal and people should be encouraged to smoke weed yeah. because it makes you smarter it makes dumb people smarter smart people average and average people a bit more interesting for about 15 or 20 minutes <laughs> that and is very also keeps astute me, also keeps me from stabbing motherfuckers who really really want a good stabbing absolutely <laughs> So that's why it's a good drug, but it also makes people smarter. And I, 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 I'm sorry to keep talking, but it's, no, I, no, no, it's look, great. You're doing um, great. I, uh, I was helping a lot of fucking homeless kids in Sacramento, and I ended up being getting homeless because I got fucking evicted because they are such assholes. Oh. And homeless kids are homeless people are assholes, and they really they they okay. Look, they got a thing called a come up, which is you steal from your friends, and oh. they, everyone's got a hustle. And a hustle is like how you, whatever, make your money. But yeah. at the lowest hustle is to steal from other homeless people, which oh. they all fucking do. And that's not a hustle. That's one step above fucking children. Right, sure. Quite honestly. But, um, okay, they're, they're confused because they're on drugs. But the, look, speed, methamphetamine is just speed. Yeah, And sure. speed freaks have always been fucking freaked out. That's because true. they're awake forever. And they and they get psychotic. And they don't know what the fuck's going on. Right, right, right. They don't sleep. You need to have sleep, There's lots of shitty yes. information. And that's why you need the weed. Because weed, okay, if you're a drunk, you get stoned. What happens? You throw up because your body suddenly knows that it's drunk. Right. And if you're a speed freak you'll like start having some normal fucking thoughts 
and you'll go to sleep eventually. And they don't know what's going on because they're, they're, they've got all yeah, the shitty information. Yeah, yeah. All the shitty information that's being fed to them. Sure. And all of the recovery programs feed you shame and Jesus. Right. Absolutely. I, 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 yes. That's I, okay, true. I and there's that. no, or they're really expensive. Like we had a friend who um, he got addicted to opiates and he was pills he was having a problem he was starting to steal money and, and he knew it was an issue and we tried to help him find rehab it is it really doesn't exist unless no. you have the money to pay for it if you either the, either it's go to jail and be get clean for 11 days and then hopefully you're okay when you get out but it's still that it's not it's not like assisted the only way to do it like uh, medically assisted is you have to pay yeah. which is insane or, or there's the, there's 12 step programs and 12 step programs is Jesus, yeah. is Jesus. and um, the, it's it's, it's Jesus I'm a piece stuff. of shit 12 step programs are I'm out of control I can't right. do anything I can't control I'm a piece this, of shit this drug is from the Jesus. devil yeah. Yeah. and then it's so it, it takes it off of you and off of your problems in your past and why you might actually have started taking drugs in the first place because of your family situation therapy. or you need therapy yeah you need Other therapy it's why behind people's stories and chapters in life and why they go they backslide to something sure you, you know smoke weed go to therapy everything will be okay yeah talk yeah exactly talk weed talk, you, you would talk be weed. you would be amazed at how many of the kids who are on the street male and female this is their story Right. Daddy fucked him, yeah. passed him around to his friends. Mommy didn't believe it and kicked him out because Jesus. Right, yeah, right. And they want to love their mamas. Right. Because that would be. Uh, so they have no sense of cause and effect. Sure. So they. And no sense of trust because they, when, you're, oh, when a yeah. parental figure in your youth violates trust, what is trust? How do you know who to trust? What do you do? And you and and if there's fear there too, and you don't want to tell your teacher because you're afraid, and then your mom doesn't believe you. And I mean, there's all that stuff. What? How do you formulate healthy relationships if the basis of your relationships are fucked up people that fucked you up? Right. Like it's, it just makes you, you create pattern. Life is about experience. Experience is about patterning. If you're a child, all you get is what's put in front of and you. you and, if, pain. and if you got a shitty childhood. And then you want to numb that pain. Heroin is a nice answer, especially if like you can't sleep because you keep thinking about your dad having sex with you. Like that seems like a legitimate reason. And the other, <laughs> the other thing with the needles and why they shoot up is that it is more cost effective. Uh, and if the drugs were not illegal, that would not be a problem. Uh, See, now this is where I get pissed off with the homeless effective. people, the needles, and that's why. Fuck yeah, me too. That's why, but that's why I like, like I'm with Pam when I say questionably housed because the thing is, like, I don't want to put everyone in the same category because everyone in the same category or, or in that, you know, or excuse me, uh, basically everyone there's different people in that environment. And to put them in the same umbrella wouldn't be fair because there are people that have mental issues. There are people who just lost their jobs and that's why they're questionably housed. And then there's those rotten motherfuckers who like to shoot up and throw their needles all over the place. Oh my and God. I got to step on that shit. In, right in front of the library, I uh, constantly see people dropping them into the, the, the drains. drains. The drains. Yeah. I'm like, 
What? Are, what? This is not the way. The, you can walk a block, and they have a safe disposal site. Can we not have more safe disposal sites? The thing is, like, we live in San Francisco. Thank God that they have that, but they don't steal you to. Yeah, these are some of the most ignorant ass homeless people I've met here, though. Oh, yeah, you got, like, we got we got really got stupid, showers, nasty. Y'all got like the disposable needle. Man. The lava maze is great, that, but yeah, lava maze isn't that? You're right there. Yeah, yeah, you do. Uh, but that lady is so nice. Right. They they, t- they turn the buses. buses she turned the sh- buses into showers. It lava oh yeah, no, no, that's so awesome. Nice. There, there's lots, and there are there are lots of really nice people who uh, do good things that that they don't like. Like people who just leave their food um, from the restaurant on top of the garbage can. Right. That's delightful, yeah. um, and that's nice. And then to to uh, but. Um, and yeah, okay. Look, uh, uh, there's we got loud, shouty, crazy homeless people here. The loudest, shoutiest ones in any city. Yeah, and I'm from Chicago, exactly. Yeah. Because I'll shout back. I'm like, people, tra- yeah. Mm-hmm. But look, you're cra- they're crazy and they're drug addicts. Partly because they're fucking outside and it makes you crazy. If you do not have a place to 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 not wake up with the same shit that you went to sleep with every night, to have be robbed every night, which is what it is, and they all do it to each other. But it it makes you. If you put them inside, that's the best. That's the best way to make them saner because they're. It, look, the housing should be. Put them inside. Be, it's oh, the easiest way to make yeah, them saner. Well, that housing. is, that makes sense. That, it's I mean, true. It's absolutely. That absolutely need makes shelter. sense. Do you have any idea how many empty buildings there are? I say this all the time. Yeah. All of these empty buildings downtown, and they all have bathrooms. What, it's insane to me that we have empty buildings with because people can't afford look, to bring okay, their look. business there. Like there, we have all the. Not so only easy. look, look, look. You can't. Look, um, hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark's gonna check something out. We'll get tell you this right now. We're listening to the Alta here on Mutiny Radio. We are speaking with Mark. He is a questionably housed man. It says, attention, toilet stall use limited to five minutes. SFPD will be called if occupation exceeds five minutes. Thanks for your cooperation. I can understand that. You know why? Can I have one of those for the bathroom? Because people shoot up in the bathroom mirror. Yes, absolutely. However, I'm a fucking 55-year-old man. It sometimes takes me more than five minutes to take a shit and they do call the police. They do? They do? Yes. They do. That is now. Here horrific. I have another story for you. That is, um, I the <sighs> reason I stopped being on Facebook, which I used to be on Facebook all the time, because this happened to me, and I knew that no one would ever get past the first part of this story. Um, look, uh, there's a thing called shitting in a plastic bag. Right? No, I've done that. Which, uh, right? Look, I, no one likes to do it. I certainly don't like no, to do it. do it. I had diarrhea that day, oh. but I held it in from the Safeway on uh, Church that we were just talking about because uh-huh. um, their bathroom was not working. Right. Um, I went uh, out to. Uh, libraries I'm not allowed in anymore because <gasps> they, because someone said that I was peeing on the wall what? and I wasn't but someone said it and that's what happens um, they, they and they banned you from the library yeah which is where I used to go on the internet and <gasps> uh, okay so um, I couldn't go to the bathroom there I went to the Safeway on Mission and 30th I went to the um, to the Goodwill uh, out there on Valencia and I ended up having to try and find a place. So I find a plastic bag. I find some paper to wipe my ass. I'm running looking for an alley. There's not any alleys around there, but I do the best I can. I know my lines of sight, so I pull these dumpsters around me. Yeah. I pull, I put the... 
plastic bag over my ass and I hear someone from above me has just shot me in the arm. Are you fucking kidding? And hit a kidding? vein. What? And I'm spurting blood all over myself and he, I hear eight more shots. It's with an air pistol. It's, oh. not, it's not, the airsoft is not what they are and a BB gun is not what they are. They have very high velocity. Anyway, it, right. it, the, oh my fortunately God. it was a shitty shot because the next eight shots lost but he missed me but he started screaming at me to clean up the shit and I said, look, I wouldn't have, it wouldn't be a mess if you hadn't fucking shot yeah. me. I don't like yeah. doing this, but it didn't right. matter because he was running down the stairs at this point. He chased me three blocks. This is just from around um, Shotwell, <laughs> ironically. Dick. Yeah, right? Um, Shotwell, ironically. That's funny. Uh, and this was a rather large black guy with a goatee, so please don't black lives matter me because all of our lives fucking Every, matter. We, I mean, it sucks that you have to <laughs> and I understand. I understand why people why shitting on the. But yeah. I. But look, yeah. I. I was. There's no place to fucking shit. It's and there's no true. place to piss Brother. and you can get arrested Brother. for exposing yourself for pissing and but this is why but this is why and this is I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go a little bit hard on you right here go ahead this is, this is why working and not working like having something there's got to be some program or something because there are programs for people that can help you and you just have to probably do some part-time work or what have right, you right, 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 get right. yourself out of that situation so that way you will have your own bathroom so right, you don't right. have to be shitting on in a plastic bag because you're better than that right. and the thing is I'm not saying that you have to suppress yourself to any kind of corporate American job because God knows I don't want to do that yeah, shit uh -uh. and I don't but there are ways that's why I'm running for president in 2020 you, you ain't got no address. You can't run for no president. Yes, I can. I will have an address by then. I'm running under the Socialist American Non-Elitist People's what? Party. It spells Sane People's Party. That's awesome. I have um, I have a platform, <laughs> and it involves socialism. Yeah. It involves yeah. private property becoming illegal. Ninety-nine year lease on your on your property. Being a landlord is a fucking crime. Absolutely. And uh, absentee like uh, people people in different countries owning pieces of uh, rental property here mm -mm, not right, gonna right. happen yeah and well, everyone gets land, a home owning land to begin with is kind of a problem yeah <laughs> like and when did like we the, decide who owns it and how okay, they own it when native americans were, were here yeah a we cap on 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 a cap on on your um personal wealth of right 100 absolutely million dollars yeah great i totally agree with you on that i 100 percent agree legalize uh, all like, drugs and uh, all i totally believe in legalizing all drugs too um the thing is this I have a buddy Who lives in St. Louis And he is a free spirit And he's a comedian But He has a job Where he only works He works at this one deli For like Three hours a week Because He gets salads For two fifty, And That's pretty much it uh, But he, So I mean You don't have to have You don't have to work For the man But if you work no, like no, a, I, and I If am you work actually, like A three I, hour I, job Yeah No I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking into that And I'm not I'm not as adverse to that As I sound like I am Right right But my job has been Helping the homeless And spreading yeah. the word About fascism Through yeah, my music but, but you gotta take care yeah. Of yourself too I am right? taking care of myself I you live I, no, no, Look look I, uh, Capitalism was done with me I'm done with capitalism no, yeah, I, I don't deal with money Because I don't really like but it you, But you play for money I so play for I, money so and I spend it on cigarette papers because I can't fucking make them. Sure. And weed because it's delightful. It, the weed is delightful. Food I can get anywhere. Right, and, right, um, right, right. And 
I, like I said, this is this life. Look, I worked 14 years at a television station. I was miserable making corporate um, te um, public television shows, sure. and I'm not miserable now. And I do. Obviously, that 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 story I just shared with you yes. was quite traumatic. Sure. Um, and I know that there's a lot of shit I need to do, and I know I need to get a job. But I am actually out there on the street all the time, helping people in ways that no one else is helping them. I am sure. treating them like human beings, right? And I am offering them my unconditional love, which they have never been fucking offered by anyone in their but lives. But isn't it scary because you can't trust? Everybody. everybody. No, of course not. And, and I don't trust everybody. And I go from zero to 5150 in six seconds flat. Oh. And I will... Look, I've, I've had to tell people that if they don't stop following me, I will open them like a pinata. Ha, 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 I mean, well, that... Start so being a woman. That's... Oh, yeah, constant. no. Be, yeah. Look, being a homeless woman is awful. Right, yeah. And, and I, I know so many of them that are... Look, these people are crazy because they've been through fucking... Horrible trauma. Right. That's so, what's, what's the answer? Is that is it is better inside? It's better shelter systems. It's it's taking it's, away curfews on. That that's a good start. The way that this one was run is good, but they just need to be gotten inside. Right. But because if it, somehow, but we, look, and we it, have the empty space. That's Honestly, what I'm downtown, saying. Look, there are all you, those you buildings. can still have look. You still like, have the work ethic to get a better place. But everyone fucking deserves a place to be inside. Yeah. Because these people are are crazy because they're out. Outside and everyone's telling him why you got all that stuff. Why you got? Why are you doing it? It's like because I'm outside, you fucking cunt. Well, this is right, why you right, need to work right. at the shelter because exactly what you're saying is going to lure those people in. So right there, well, look, you I would, got, be, I got you would be perfect. I got picked up. Shelter pulling people in because what you're oh, yeah. saying is absolutely true. I, I, and I'm trying because to people get some people hooked up by the hot team, but they have their own agenda for. Look, here's why I'm in a shelter. I got really good at building pallet houses, and oh. they got really tired of taking them down. Oh. Oh. So they picked me up and put me in a shelter, which was nice, and it's delightful, and I thank them all the time, except when they come up with arbitrary rules and just try to enforce them because that justifies their jobs. But <laughs> they feed you twice a day. Everyone bitches all the time because they're stupid. Um, it's like, uh, the shower's not high. Well, how is the shower in your tent, you fucking piece right, of right, shit? Right, 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 right. A shower is a great, right, a shower, a lovely and thing. Fucking, look, there's coffee with sugar right there. It's a great way to get oh, sugar nice. into your mouth hole. Right. So shut up um, and do what that. Is, what is that place that's on Mission and in between 15th and 16th? That is a navigation center. What's that a is navigation center? This, is, this one that I'm I've at heard is a navigation center. They try and navigate you towards getting a house. Um, getting so a that's home. what that is? For, yes. Okay. But the, but you, and you, the way to do it is... To not have two evictions on your record okay. and uh, have a lot of money. What do you mean by um, evictions on your oh, record? Is no, that, no, that's just me. That's just is that a personal. street? No, no. <laughs> so no, basically they're kind of places like they'll get you on Section Eight and finally oh. they'll, they'll get you. They'll get you some yeah, services some and uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and they like, try and they try to get you in, but involved. But you have to be on the list. Well, but too. do they? I mean, yeah. do they give preference to like women and children or like yeah. is is it hard because give, you're just they, well? This one is really cool because they let couples and dogs be. Wow, dogs. Yeah, and that's really nice. And the, the, everything they, whoever, whoever came up with this one, because it's, I haven't been to any other shelters because, frankly, I don't want to live in a concentration camp. Right, exactly. Which might be what I'm facing in two weeks because you got, you got. Basically, like metal detectors at the doors, sure, sure. and you can. And, and once you're and, in, you can't get they, out. Yeah. And if you and leave, you can't come back. You get robbed every fucking night there too. Oh. Because homeless people rob you, 
And so, um, what, are, what? How? How do you keep your things safe? What do you? Well, here, keep it. Fortunately, there's on, a, in your pockets. They can go yeah, through your that, pockets. Well, that's what, that's, look, this is why homeless people are going through. Their, you know, right, because you don't want to lose their shit because someone could look, steal their I, shit. I'm, if I don't see my guitar, I panic right. because I've had so many of them stolen, and I really like my guitar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you get. I mean, and, and stuff gets look. It gets stolen by either homeless people, or it gets stolen by building dwellers, or it gets stolen by the cops, or it gets stolen by um, the uh, city works. And they look. You cannot own property if you don't have property. Right. That's our shit. Right. But it doesn't matter that it's how, our shit. How long they do will, they give you? Like, so do they come by and say, "Hey, we're coming back in an hour. We're taking your shit," or do they just take your shit away? Do they like at least wake you up and give you an hour to like usually, pack yeah, up yeah, your no, tent they'll, they'll, and they'll take give your you shit? Ch- the, the, a lot, a lot of the San Francisco police are not fascist cunts like all of them are up in Sacramento. Sure. A lot of them are okay. And, excuse my language, but... No, I no, we say cunt all the time. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, we're um, fine. Uh, women who are like that, I just call them dicks. <laughs> um, but the police, so they give you... In the Sacramento, yeah, they, they don't they, give a fuck. But here, no, they give you a little time. Just, they just lock you up and they're... Um, uh, yeah, it because if you find a tent, you should at least be given the time to put your tent away. Right. Because yeah, that's your they'll, house. They'll come, they'll come through and they tell people to move. And they, what well, they do come that's through. Polite. Yeah, no, it, it, a lot of them are really decent. And a lot of the problems are that homeless people are guns. Um, sure. And, and they're, they're very like, fuck aggressive. you, I'm not taking but it here, down. Here's the thing is they're institutionalized that way. Sure. They are taught to be the biggest, toughest thing because that's what you learn in jail. Right. And here's that there's a thing in jail. In prison, apparently, called respect. There's oh. no T on the end. Um, but this respect thing, you come out of the womb with a big bucket full of it, and everyone owes you more. Now, huh. I think that the one with the T, you fucking earn that shit. And I offer people my respect, but they if they don't fucking earn it, then I'm done with that. Sure. Um, and I, I, frankly, I've earned a lot of respect, but I don't fucking demand it. So right. Right. I don't you get it. So what are you going to do? So, but they do because I was, um, I saw them clearing everybody out on Bryant. People right, used yeah. to they used to camp in front of cell space, and there was a day when the DPW truck came, and there was a guy, and he was trying to pack his stuff up onto right. a, onto a thing, and the policeman was like, "Dude, you had two hours. Right, we and have to take this away." And he's like, "Don't do it! Don't take it!" Right, and, and what's you what? What two hours? Do you know what the slowest? Yeah. The, do you know what the slowest thing in the universe is? A tweaker in a hurry. <laughs> because they pick up one thing and they pick up another thing and they're like, I need this and what am I doing? And then I had to go over here and do this and then, yeah, wow, that's, that's a really funny joke. That's funny. The tweaker in a, the slowest thing that's in the world really is a tweaker one. in a hurry. Yeah. I mean, the fact wow. of the matter is just like, you know, because I've seen some, some, you know, different police departments treat other pe- just people inhumane for no apparent reason, especially those who are homeless. And like, in Chicago, they would be like this guy that would always be panhandling, you know, just brother, just you know, trying to get some change, not bothering anybody. Mm. The police would come by and harass him. And I, rem- I remember, like everyone would be like, "Leave this dude alone. He's always here. He's just asking for change. He ain't harassing nobody. Mm. He's singing and harassing change." Mm. So I mean, compared to the police officers here, but like, they're a little bit more patient from where I'm from. Uh, a, lo- a lot of times, sometimes not, but a lot, I mean, lot of and I don't, No, well, I don't like policemen, period. Yeah, yeah. But not, what a I'm saying, not a big fan. Not but a big what fan. I'm saying, I, I just see just by 
where I work in the Tenderloin, I see the observation of how patient they are, uh, especially with those who are have up ha, who have drug addiction or. Oh yeah, and, and, and the Tenderloin is is the. The heart. Oh yeah, the I, Tenderloin and Sixth Street. I mean, I saw Sixth an old Street man scary. taking a shit yeah. in the middle of the road yeah. with his pants off, holding onto the bumper of a car, and he just looked like a beaten dog. Yeah. And and that's that's. There's a, there's I, a lady everywhere. who lives on Geary, and she poops right in the um yeah. right in the street, and she used to the curb to wipe her tushy and I was like oh buddy but she's she's um she makes this specific sound she goes she goes ha marijuana or she'll go water I don't know if she's saying water or marijuana but I've taken to putting a little a little um give her a joint extra well yeah I make a little cup of weed and that last time I saw her I was like I always hear you asking for marijuana here and she went what and looked at me and she was completely loosened she was like Thank you. And then she took it and put it away and then went, like she started again. But she looked at me completely lucid for a second and I was like, oh, cool. And so, like, I try to also have a water bottle because I don't know if she's saying water or marijuana, but she's so cracked out. She'll just start, like, walk a few steps and then just crumple down and fall asleep like right but not close to the buildings because they'll fuck with her if she's close to the buildings but she's like really close to the bus lane actually yeah. it's not very safe for her to sleep there no no because I mean, and, and see that's the sad thing like seeing that I had never mm. seen shit like that until I moved here in SF and it, it seeing people defecate on the street which to me is really fucking gross because that is Diseases. Sure, uh, yeah. Agreed, like, by the way. The totally agreed. Yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, seeing that sadness of, like, people just far out gone. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, there's got to be something that, you know, he, that can be done. But the whole, our, we, our healthcare system's so fucked up. A lot right. of it is that you know, they've been outside for a really long time. Well, they haven't had shelter. Well, this is uh, 2017 San Francisco Homeless Census reveals that despite numbers, things are worse, not better. So they just did a census um, June 16th. And then this article was from the 26th of this year. Uh, it says every two years since 2005, the city of San Francisco performs a homeless sentence, census that is officially called the Homeless point in time count and survey the 2017 results were released a couple of weeks ago and at the outset things looked a teeny teeny bit better than they were two years prior uh, but but that that wasn't true this is a funny picture where it says no 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 officer I am not camping I am fishing <laughs> and there's a little uh, this year's 78 paid census results from a count one night in January 2017 revealed that overall the homeless population decreased by 0.5%. But a closer look at the numbers as taken this past weekend by the Chronicle's Heather Knight shows that San Francisco's homeless problem is as bad as it's ever been. So 42% are sheltered and 58% are unsheltered of the... So it was 3,146 sheltered questionably housed and 4,353 outside right Uh, the age is wow it's really spread 40% are 41 to 60 this is very scary this is this is a healthcare issue people can't live on the street if you have 40% that are 41 to 60 they're gonna become this 11% 61 and over 11% of people are senior citizens and we don't take care of we don't take care of our senior citizens anymore like we don't what about I mean Social Security it, so, Social Security but only A lot of you are Two paychecks away From being right out here With me Exactly uh, um, yeah. And yeah And Just because 
I mean, I don't know. I mean, well, especially it's, living in this town. Yeah, yeah. with our yeah. rents that are, I mean, no. you can't find rent for under 1500 a month now. No. Uh, race, ethnicity. Uh, 35% white, 34% black, 75% not Hispanic Latino, 22% multiracial, 22% Hispanic Latino, 3% don't know or refuse to answer. 30% are LGBTQ. Uh, the majority are male, 61% male, 33% female, 5% transgender, and 1% gender queer, gender non-binary. Uh, so the total homeless population in 2017 is 7,499. So about 7,500. Um, and that's up from 6,436 in 2013 and 6,455 in 2011. So it's about a thousand more, uh, can't afford that the rent, are, man. can't afford the rent. Yeah. Some of those people can't afford the rent. It's uh, it's crazy. And then they have the numbers by district. So in District 6, which is the Tenderloin, there are 3,680 questionably housed. Uh, the second biggest group is 1,275, and that's in District 10, which is like Bayshore and whatnot. Yeah, they're coming over in my neighborhood. They're in, the, in the Mission, we have 552. Only 34 in the Sunset. <laughs> 313 in Golden Gate Park. That's a good number. Yeah. How about in the marina? In the marina, there's 60. What? There are only 60 questionable houses in the marina. Go. Because they, they don't like them there. And they totally don't they let them be there. More, go more that way. Go, go Get out of the Bay Shore. Go, go yeah. over there. <laughs> go over the Bay Shore. Take the 19 Park. Yeah. It goes all the way from here over there. You're right at Presidio. <laughs> You're right at Presidio. You're the 19 Park. <laughs> There's Lumbaugh. They're like, they're like, I just bought a $714 purse and it is so uh, cute. I love uh, it. I'm I getting the matching it. shoes and yeah. they're like $410. I get this Hermes sky. Uh, uh, it's a piece of silk. Oh, I gosh. love it. It's our guy. I spent so much money on this bullshit. I know. And there's 60 questionably yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So this is, this, is, this is scary that these numbers just uh, came out. Um, and lots of kids. That's the other scary thing oh here's the thing it says the navigation center is coming together thanks to sf public works so it looks like there's another one of those that's going to happen navigation centers uh 38 of youth report having a supportive adult in the bay area that are questionably uh, this is the contributing causes to youth homelessness how many kids do you see do you see a lot of kids do you see a lot of I under 18 lot of and are uh, they under 18 no probably yeah, some some under eighteen, but I mean, kids. I'm fucking old, so I'm well, right, right, right. What I mean by kids, like well, yeah, under, I mean, like under up eighteen, to, up, up to like 20. runaways and shit. Yeah, runaways yeah. Shit. I, I can't tell because I'm old. That <laughs> right, you ain't that old. You're in your fifties. Yeah, but everyone yeah. everyone under thirty looks fifteen. Sure, sure, of course <laughs> they do. Well, nineteen percent are eighteen to twenty four of the entire population. That's just about twenty percent are youths. Right. Utes. Utes. Utes, which is crazy to me. It's just. It, when it comes down to it, why do we have empty buildings and we have seven, seventy, seven hundred, seven thousand mm-hmm. five hundred people? I agree. That have no roof over their head. Uh, the cure for homelessness is homefulness, in right? my opinion. I had a, I had, a, I had an idea from uh, years ago that it would be a good idea to take. You know, when, the, when we, we, we just retired a bunch of buses. They went from one bus system to another. They're going to more like you know, I don't know, earth-friendly buses, whatever. So I said there should be like a project at 
SFSU or something for engineering students where they take these empty buses. I don't know. You like stack four of them on top of each other. Mm-hmm. And then divide them in half. They already have windows. Put spiral staircases on the outside so that they have wine. If you took half a bus, that would be a great studio. You could have, if you took five buses stacked them on top of each other, that'd be 10 living spaces. And then put five of them around in the center, make like a barbecue pavilion, a a group kitchen, a bathroom center. Then you could staff it with people that would be jobs, job creation. So it, it seems like a win-win. Take the things that you're recycling, use a student project to engineer it in such a way that we can use community funds to create. I mean, if we had... It would have to be earthquake-friendly, though. Well, that's the thing. It would have to be... You'd have to yeah. probably put, like, you know, steel beams on either end and down the center. And Imagine, like, you know, you put some steel beams down, and then you take the buses and stack them up. Boop, 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 boop. And then you've got your little spiral staircases on the outside. That's 10 homes. You put five of these up. That's 50 homes. And in the center, you have a childcare facility so that people can go to work. And now they have, there's a mail room downstairs. So now you have a place to live and you have a mailbox and you can have childcare so that you know, you can go off and work your new job because you finally have a place to live. There's, you know, there's showering complex. It's a huge like bathroom. You have to staff it. That creates more jobs. So it just, it seems like well, even a no-brainer to me. Well, even going back to what you're saying about the empty building spaces, it's just like, yeah, we could utilize something for that for the public, for those who are in need of that. That's the, what, during the Super Bowl? The city spent yeah. $4 million relocating the homeless. They yep. could have, they were yurts that are made out of felt and they cost $400 a piece. They could have given every person a home. They could have given them a yurt that could be put up and taken down. A, 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 like a, They could have built a small community for that. Instead of moving people out for a week, they could have spent that $4 million and they could have housed That's everybody. A waste of fucking money. It was such a waste of money. But it was that we had to sweep them out. We didn't want, because Super Bowl's here and all yeah, this right. money. We don't want them to know and, our secret. But but that's crazy to me that we could have created a housing solution and instead we just stuck everybody, gave them all bus tickets and sent them to Daly City. Okay, I will say this, arguing from the other side. Something that needs to happen within the homeless quote-unquote community is that we need to stop the thuggish stupidity and like somehow police that because everyone says they don't fucking steal from other homeless people but they do right. and they're um, you know they're just you yeah, know the looking ones. for their looking for the next bit of money so they can get their next rock to smoke or whatever the right, fuck right. and so, in other so words, they need to break the stereotype yeah they need like yeah. homeless right. people like there, a lot of us are really, like really fucking nice people right right quite right. honestly and some of them some of us have been through shit and Absolutely. so um, but those people need to start. A, Taking away the power from the fucking stupid thugs who like look there are so many fights uh, are, People threaten to kill me all the fucking time and they like Throw punches and, and uh, fortunately I can take a punch but um, uh, One I piss people off a lot, but two that happens to every homeless person out there because right. all they know is to be the biggest thug out there because that's all they've been taught by the cops because that's what you learn in jail right. and that's all they've been taught by rap songs which 
fuck rap songs anymore. <laughs> Honestly, they're all. I mean, fuck. I love. I don't like it when they're like. I love public enemy. Public enemy. Right. Right. And it's all yeah. about like how Which big and tough to. I am. I'm listening. I'm listening to all of it. I'm listening to all of it. Okay. It's it's either about how how much tougher they are than everyone else, or how much they love their woman and how sweet and gentle they are. It's this like there's that like it's and it doesn't. It's the dichotomy. Doesn't work. Well, this has been the AltaCast. Mark, thank you so much for bringing in your unique perspective. Thank and, you. Uh, Anytime. To a problem that we talk about all the time on Absol- this on this. Absolutely. We, every day. So every day, it's something you know. We come, you know. I do believe like we do need to break the stereotype yeah. about that hence why you say the questionably house yeah because not all those people because they're like homeless bag lady or blah 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 yeah. I just don't I, it, I'm just I'm just not in favor of humans. hyphenated yeah. uh, like that just makes it right. more uh, it seems more it's, it's me being PC, PC. yeah PC uh, PC PC. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to the AltaCast. This is MutinyRadio.fm. I'm Pam Benjamin. This is Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth. Thanks yeah. again, Mark, for being here. Thank Coming you. up next is Some Call Me Tim special guest, Marty Cunney. And that's going to be a lot of fun. We'll see you guys next week here Bye. on the AltaCast. Uh, apply for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Bye. of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. 
I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shaheda helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorneyfjs.com. Again, the law office of Francis J. Shaheda in San Francisco. an underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. October 6th, come join us at Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse for Johan Miranda. Headlining... 50 minutes. Opening sets by Amy Bebo, Clay Newman, and Pam Benjamin. Don't miss this incredible headliner for only $10. Friday, October 6th at 8 p.m. Buy your tickets now on Eventbrite. Check us out on Facebook. Like all those comics, and please come support Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday at 8 o'clock. My friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Yeah. 
stand-up comedian? Do you want to be in 25 shows in five days at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco? Well, now's your opportunity. Apply now for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, March 1st through 5th. That's 25 shows in five days featuring 40 comics from out of town, and one of those comedians could be you. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm, and click on the submission form. Apply for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's only $10, and you can apply right now through November 30th for 25 shows during five days, all streaming live, all podcast posts, all Mutiny Radio, all the time. The third annual Spark Presents Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Apply now. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini, and creamy delicious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They get them! And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. 